Hey there, welcome to the Changing Our Minds podcast. I'm your host, Carolee, and today we're going to talk about balance during the holidays. Stay tuned. So today we're going to talk about balance. (laughs) I don't know about you, but during the holidays, that could feel elusive. So today I'm going to read a post written in December of 2018 entitled, When Your Spiritual Equilibrium is Out of Balance. Here we go. Hey there, sweet readers. I know this is December and the Christmas season is here. And this time of year is where this little corner is normally full of festive thoughts and good cheer. However, I see the word prompt and I know the chances of this post getting around to Christmas joy is slim, but truth can always be found here as well as honesty. So here we go. This is a five-minute Friday post, which simply means I set a timer and free write for five minutes flat on one word, and our one-word prompt is balance. We were talking in our home group just the other night. It was after spending an hour in prayer together, where we simply speak out whatever God puts on our hearts, and others come alongside in agreement and lift our arms and hearts and heads. Oh, how we need each other. We are a small band of brothers and sisters with kindred hearts, and we have all found ourselves this year in some sort of in-between season, a bit unsettled and feeling a tad unsteady. We shared how we seem to be missing the thrill of hope. We are most definitely all feeling the weary world, yet we're still waiting for the rejoicing to begin. But isn't that Advent? It's the waiting, the hoping. And even though we know he came, even though we know he is still here now, we feel a bit out of balance and we are looking for a bit of wonder and joy. I wrote about that earlier this week about how wonder and joy are here and he always comes. He is near whether we see or feel or hear him or not. We know he is here because he tells us it is so. He's not a man that he should lie. We say it over and over again. He can be trusted. We know this. It's just sometimes we forget. We forget that when we feel a bit unsteady, his steadying hand reaches out to hold us. We forget that when we feel pressure, when we feel unsure, he reassures us that he's got us in the palm of his nail-scarred hands. And over and over again, he reminds us that he will never let go. Sometimes when my equilibrium feels off balance and the world around me with all of its worries and woundings begins to spin seemingly out of control, what I need most is to be reminded of truth whom I know. I need to be reminded that he is near, that he's never going to let go and he never gives up and he's working all things out for our good. This, whatever this may be, is happening for me, right? We talked about that a couple of weeks ago, too. Here is the Webster definition of equilibrium. Equilibrium means a state of intellectual or emotional balance, poise, trying to recover his equilibrium. 
It's a state of adjustment between opposing or divergent influences or elements. When I begin to feel alarmed, anxious, apprehensive, agitated, or overly concerned or worried, this is my signal that my spiritual equilibrium is out of balance. The synonyms that go with balance include assurance, calmness, confidence, easygoing, laid-backness, poise, self-assurance, self-confidence, serenity, tranquility. These are words I want to be used when describing me. These are characteristics that when my mind and spirit are healthy, are part of who I am. So when I feel out of balance, chances are really good that I am. I have been listening to lies or at least not leaning into the truth as much as is required in this season. And what I really want, what my soul and spirit are longing for, is a little all is calm, all is bright. Isn't that what we all want during the holidays and all year long? Silent night, holy night, all is calm, all is bright. I find myself singing it softly. Brownian virgin, mother and child, holy infant so tender and mild, sleep in heavenly peace. Shepherds quake at the sight, glory stream from heaven afar, heavenly hosts sing alleluia, Christ the Savior is born. Silent night, holy night, son of God loves pure light, radiant beams from thy holy face with the dawn of redeeming grace. Jesus, Lord, at thy birth, radiant beams from thy holy face with the dawn of of redeeming grace. I mean, what else do we need to remember? From the moment he burst on the scene, he's been Lord. So I invite you to join me. Breathe in deep. Exhale slow. Close your eyes and open your heart. Prepare him room and find him already there at home in your heart, restoring balance and maybe even bringing a fresh outpouring of wonder and joy. Well, would you look at that? We made it back round to Christmas after all. I know for me, when I begin to feel dizzy and untethered, I quiet my spirit and lean in. I dig into the word and offer up a sacrifice of worship and I gather with my people and get real and honest and ask them to hold up my arms in the midst of balance and in the midst of battle. Jesus came and he could have come in any way in any form, but he came as an infant child. He planted himself in the midst of a family. Oh, how we need each other. I'm praying for you, friends, whether your family is flesh and blood or chosen and claimed in another way. I'm praying during the holidays you will not isolate or pull away, but you will draw near to God. Yes, of course, and always, but also to God in the flesh in the form of friends and family. This is our first Christmas without mom and our second without our brother. There have been all kinds of loss and loneliness, but family is his idea. Know two things if you look around and feel like you don't have anyone to hold up your arms. First, chances are high that that is a lie. And second, I am praying for you, holding you up, and asking him to draw near to you. May wonder and joy surprise you this week, and may balance come and offer you a little silent night, holy night, a little all is calm, all is bright.
I'll be back in a day or two to share another Christmas writing. Until then, breathe deep, exhale slow. Find him and his steadying hand will help balance you. Now, because I didn't want to drag out all of these posts that uh, seem to deal with not feeling the Christmas spirit, I thought I would add a second post in on this episode uh, because it kind of goes along with with needing balance and uh, not quite feeling Christmassy in the midst of December. So this post was written in 2014, and it's titled, When Holiday Cheer is Lacking, but you don't want to just be going through the motions. Last week at church during worship, I had a vision. It's one that I have seen before years ago, but this time there was a little bit more at the end of it. The first time I experienced this, I didn't know what I was seeing, but this time I recognized Isaiah 52 right away. I can't recall what we were singing or how long this lasted, but as I worshipped with my hands raised high and my heart bowed low, I was saying the lyrics while singing a different song. It was one filled with how longs and come quickly. In this weary world, how we need a savior. Suddenly, while my eyes were closed, I saw a scene unfold in my imagination. The rhythm of the song in the natural realm shifted and changed and the vision slowed and came into focus. I saw a woman, handcuffed and chained, dressed in rags, sitting on the ground. She looked defeated and worn out. Suddenly, keys appeared within her reach, but she was so used to being chained that she doesn't notice that that which will unlock her bondage is right at her feet. She finally sees the keys, timidly reaches out for them, eyes darting all around. She unlocks the chains and hesitantly crawls to her knees. She slowly stands up and dusts herself off. As she stretches and stands up tall, suddenly the cuffs at her feet become a bow and the keys in her hand become arrows. She looks down and sees what is happening and immediately she becomes like a skilled archer, confident and fast, quickly releasing arrows, which are keys to freedom and never missed her mark in division. My first thought was that which holds us bondage can be used to bring others freedom. I was thinking back to the arrows and the bow, and I heard God whisper, it may bend you, but it will not break you. I came back home and journaled this all out and found myself wondering what I am chained to. What is holding me back right now in this season? I know I've been set free, but aren't we all really looking or needing to learn more verses for our freedom song? It seems there are always parts where we're not yet singing an unchained melody. I was telling the Lord how this Christmas, this Advent has been harder, quieter, and I have fought off the feelings of just going through the motions. I know. I know the dangers of that, and I refuse to do it. When I am numb and doing things merely out of habit or tradition, I am left feeling empty and alone instead of filled and full of joy. But this Christmas has yet to feel very Christmassy to me. I keep waiting anticipating, for I know Advent. I know that he is always coming for us. I find when I feel I am simply going through the motions that I am most often running from him. Not on purpose, not consciously anyway. No, it's that I tire of waiting. 
I know Advent, and I read of the 400 years of silence, and my heart can't take another 10 minutes, and I know that I am weak, but before I know what is happening, I take back the time I set aside for him, because in all the waiting, it can feel like nothing is getting done. But even now, with every list checked off and everything wrapped up and tied with a bow, my heart wants what it wants. But what it wants, I just don't know. This unsettling, this eyes wide open to the weary world, but not so much to the rejoicing. It pushes me to open my Bible in prayer, and I see it. I say it, and then I begin to feel that it's true. Who am I in heaven but you? And I have no delight or desire on earth besides you. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the rock and firm strength of my heart and my portion forever. For behold, those who are far from you shall perish. You will destroy all who are false to you and like spiritual harlots depart from you. But it is good for me to draw near to you, God. I have put my trust in the Lord and made him my refuge that I may tell of all your works. Psalm 73, verses 25 through 28 in the Amplified Bible. Yes, this, this is what my heart wants, but sometimes I forget. I love how it reads in the voice. But the closer I am to you, my God, the better, because life with you is good. Amen and amen. It's sad, but it's true. Sometimes I need to be reminded. Maybe you do too. Maybe you feel chained up, locked in, and anything but free. And maybe you, like me, can look around and you read the headlines and feel all the feels of weariness, but not the feels of rejoicing. Can I encourage you to remember that he has given us the keys to our freedom? They are right there at our feet. And oh, how I pray that in the next few days, a weary world will rejoice and he will set our feet to dancing. Here's to freedom. Here's to Advent coming, and he is here. Here's to life with God is good. Here's to babe in a manger, and God came near. Lord, let us remember. That is my prayer still today. Lord, let us remember. Until next time, have a great day. I'll talk with you soon.